What's your favorite alcoholic beverage? If you love being in a girl group, this is totally for you. Some people call us overwhelming. Love it or leave it, we don't care. No, but we want you here. Welcome Welcome to you can sit with us. It's fall season, baby. I'm Ashley. I'm Colleen. Um, it is very. Are you feeling the fall vibes as no. much as I am? No. We just went to Why? the zoo and I sweat my ass off. Oh, how hot it's is it? Ho- I mean, I'm still. I think we've been home for an hour and my bra is still wet from sweat. I my hate being bra. hot. It's. I, I hate, hate being hot. It makes and me it's so cool. fussy. It's like, oh God. Yeah, I hate it. Um, we thought it was going to be cooler today because it's only 92. Well, now it's 95, <laughs> but it was only 92. But yeah, now uh, false alarm, folks. Yeah. I don't recommend yeah. the zoo right now. It's not oh 90s God. here, but in Oregon, it's like 80s. 80, so are you feeling fall? I am, but we yeah. also did some fall activities this week. Yeah. Uh, and we have pumpkins on our porch. So that's that, very fall. that sets the whole mood, right? Every time you yeah. come and go. It's 82 right now. It's going to be 84 nice. today. Yeah, that's nice. It's nice, but I get hot. I mean, that is warm. That's still warm. Like everything we've done outside this week or weekend, I've just been really hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unexpectedly. It's not, I don't do well with the heat. I get very cranky very fast. Mm-hmm. Um, are Same. you feeling better? I am feeling better. I'm sleeping better. But I'm still really congested. I hope I don't have like a sinus infection because I feel like now it's been over a week that I've mm. and they're like they usually say what oh that's kind of a long time to have like you might need something drainage. else to kick it yeah yeah so I feel yeah. better um, sleeping better coughing still but not like terribly yeah if you guys missed it we recorded Patreon we do a second episode a week over on Patreon p a t r e o n dot com slash you can sip with us and um that's like the behind the scenes so we show up as we are on that show and Colin and i were both in recovery yeah her from the rona COVID. yeah yep that took the lewd house down and then me just from a standard cold i think i don't know and I your kids are fine myself. yes john's fine yeah yeah okay mm-hmm. yeah john had a cough for like six hours oh that guy i have no idea his immune system is just next level. Yeah. So yeah, he had a cough for an evening. And then by the time he woke, he had no issues sleeping. And then by the time he woke up, he was fine. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Un- but yeah, I'm feeling better. How, are you, and you said on anything? You guys, well, how are you guys feeling? Fine. I mean, at this point, it's been for Chris 12 days since he tested positive and me like nine or 10. So we're yeah. through it. Okay, great. You know, yeah. we're through we made it. it through. Yes, I am sipping something. I am sipping a hard seltzer neutral pineapple flavor. And then I brought a backup of a hard kombucha. Oh, nice. What are you sipping? A matcha. Because I oh. haven't. So, okay. We were in this little bit of a limbo today on if we were going to record or not record yes. today. Yes. And so I was very much thinking we're not going to record. And so Same. when you tech, I was going to go do a run. I was oh. like in my running pants, in my oh, running everything. And so my plan, because the kids are down, right? So it's like, kids go down. It's like, run, shower, eat, kids wake up. And so then I'm like, okay, rework, podcast, maybe run if there's Uh time. That's where we're at. So So I was like, 
Yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't want to, you know, but that's okay. Right. It's all right. Yeah. So it didn't really yeah. sound good anyway. Still yep. kind of being on the tail end of it all, you know? Yep. A hot mm-hmm. toddy, though. That, that sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. That yeah. sounds good to me. Um, <clears throat> yeah, but it's, you guys, spooky season here on the pod. And it's kind of like a fall kickoff today. And one right. of the episodes we've been really wanting to do is an episode we actually did a long time ago, which is how to fall in love with anyone. Four years ago, really, right? Wasn't it? Yes. 2018? Yes. I think it so was there's like this winter 2018. Article from the New York Times that is um, titled, The 36 Questions That Lead to Love. And these are 36 questions in, the st- in a study broken up into three sets. The idea is that mutual vulnerability fosters closeness. And so Ashley and I did this challenge four years ago to see, do we know each other as well as we think? Uh-huh. How vulnerable can we get? And can we fall even deeper in love with one another? Mm-hmm. And so then someone wrote back and they said, I've been binging all your episodes. So I know who you got. This listener said, I know who you guys are today, but I know who you were four years ago when you recorded that. And I think your answers now would be so different. And yeah. that I thought was so interesting because of course they would. It's be. so fascinating. We've become yeah. parents. We're, we're very different people than we were four very years different ago. Humans. So to kick off fall, can we fall back into this depth of vulnerability and yeah. even closer with the to, uh, who we are today. Uh-huh. Uh, which is such a fun challenge. And then for all of you, I think these questions make such a fun like girls night or like mm-hmm. your spouse, like date night, you know, and just peeling back the onion of our souls and bearing them. What is happening? Why are you panning over to? Because Revy, oh, now she knows she's on camera. She's pounding on the window and crying because she wants mm. my attention. But then she saw I put her on the camera. So now she's hiding. Oh, oh, because um, I locked the door like there's an internal door over there. And then, you know, so I locked that. She's with John. But look at, <laughs> look at her sadly on the window. I said, I love you. So I'm just showing you your situation here. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, she's very in love with me. She doesn't need these yes. questions. No, she's already no, no, deeply no. in love with me. Yeah. No need to do this and exercise with your children. Right. Um, but this is also before we launch into these, which I'm so excited about. Uh, this is a call out for spooky season in general, because the rest of October, you guys, we're bringing the spice and the spook. We've got some true crime coming up. We've got some Halloween fantasy drafts coming up which you'll find out what that's all about but well they're really fall fantasy drafts don't you think yeah i mean that's all spooky season in my mind yeah yeah, Um, okay okay. a call out to all of you for two things one if you or someone you know possesses some sort of power if you're a psychic or you know someone who is a fortune teller or you know who someone who is a medium or know someone who is email us at you can sit with us at gmail.com or, 
What about like a past de- detective or like yes. a past, something where you like tried a case or you saw like yes. the craziest thing or something haunting or scary or whatever, just yeah. even crime related yes. would be cool. You know, email us at you can sit with us at gmail.com because we're looking for a couple guests for spooky Uh season, which could be fun. And then also every spooky season, we pepper in a few little spooky stories. And so if something spooky has happened to you this year or in years past, an incident with the supernatural, email us your story at you can sit with us at gmail.com or even better, leave a voicemail. Oh, yeah. On our Instagram, there's uh, at you can sip with us. There's a little button that says like it's a phone icon. Just hit that mm-hmm. button. It'll take you straight to voicemail mm-hmm. and we can play your voicemail here on the podcast. There's also if there's like video, sometimes there's really cool videos that people send like in. The of, like the ring camera stuff. Yeah. 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 We're, you know, uh, hit us up because it is yeah. all fair game this year. Sometimes the spookiest place to be is in your own mind, but I got something for you. Better help. So better help is a sponsor of ours and it is online therapy. And what I love about it, it is you do it right from home. So you'll go online, fill out a quiz about kind of what you're dealing with, what you're looking for, you know, and of course where you live, because they have to be licensed therapists in your state and in your area. And then it will pair you with a therapist. You can get paired within 24 hours, be on a call right away, uh, sometimes even within 24 hours, depending on the therapist and their availability. And you can do a video chat, a regular call, um, or even just an online, you know, chat with your hands and your words or whatever. If you've been around for a while, you've heard me say that I have gone on, I've done better help and I've switched my therapist a couple of times. One, when I didn't feel like it was the right fit and another time when I was switching what I wanted to work on and um, the kind of training that I wanted, you know, the expertise. So I have been using them now for a couple years and I love that you can easily swap and, you know, you don't have to go to like a waiting room or do word of mouth and try to find one. It's all right there. So it has been super convenient for me. It's highly accessible because again, you're just doing it from home. It's affordable and entirely online. So I haven't found a better therapy system than BetterHelp. When you want to be a better problem solver, therapy can get you there. Visit betterhelp.com slash sip today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp.com slash sip. Ash, are you ready to fall in love? Yeah. Are you ready? Yeah. Okay. Ready. I remember it. This is the very first question. I have not gone back to listen to that episode because I didn't want my old answers to be in my brain. You know? Yes. Yes. But I remember that these are hard questions. Uh-huh. Okay. Just now looking at these. Okay. Given the choice of anyone in the world, whom would you want as a dinner guest? Now, I'm going to go with this first. And I'm going to take this. And I'm going to pull an ash, which is bending the question to my yeah, will. I was already doing that in my brain. Because I'm thinking yeah. alive or dead. I'm not thinking people alive. And since having been, I can't remember if when we did this, I Ben was in the world or not. Like since having okay. children is what I mean. I, I don't think so. I am envisioning. I have a visual memory. And so I actually, after I said, oh, this was four years ago, I think it was fall 2020. I actually feel like it was when Ben was born and he oh. was sitting in like the butt blaster 5,000 or something, yeah. whatever you the call bouncer. that thing. Yeah. yeah. 
Um, and I feel like he was there with us. Like we were okay. in your back, in you know, Chris's in that office. back room in your old house. So I feel okay. like Ben was a fresh bean, but maybe not. No, that sounds right. Okay. I don't, I, I don't remember what my old answer was to this, but lately one of the things I can't stop thinking about is how much I wish Chris's dad could meet mm. Ben and Ellie, how uh-huh. much I wish he could see what a wonderful father that Chris has become. Mm. And also for my grandmother never got to meet Ellie. And those are the people that I would like to have as dinner guests. Mm-hmm. Yeah. How about you? Yeah. I was going to bend and say there's not a single other person that I want to do a one-on-one dinner with. But if it was a group situation, that opens things up. But then as you said that, I had a thought of, I don't know if this is possible, but I would like to have dinner with my younger self, like my, me as a kid. Ooh, cool. You know, What would you say? Like, or why? I think I'd just talk to her and I know now like the the areas that I that I had needs that weren't met to have more understanding of that now. And I think Mm. also it'd be cool for her to see how it turns out a little bit, you know, everything's going to be okay and not fill in all the details. Cause I, I think that that would make life boring if I knew exactly how things were going to go, but I would just let her know, like it's okay. And I'd probably talk to her about her body and the achievement addiction. And just like, I think I would just love her, you know, Mm. more. Mm. I love that. Yeah. Okay. Would you like to be famous in what way? I would not like to be famous. I don't think in any way. Uh, But I would like to be rich. Mm. I would like to be Kardashian rich. Mm. Mm. I would um, like to be famous in the way of entertainment. So like singer, like no, like uh, an actor, an actress, Okay, but uh, uh-huh. specifically with a live audience or maybe in movies would be oh. cool to like create okay. in that way. But I think it's less about the fame as it is the opportunity to like have a big stage, like to mm-hmm. be able to to entertain like that. Yeah to me uh, would be very cool or like to be a famous football player in an arena. Like, and to know the yeah. feeling of making the I big mean, that catch would be cool. or like I that think kind of stuff, I, you know, I, I don't, I think I don't want people cause I don't know, this is going to sound arrogant, but I do feel like I've experienced what fame looks like in my own little world. Like in the beach body community, when I was top coach, it was unbelievable. Like people would, I wouldn't even be with my parents and they would stop when, when it was at a beach body thing, stop and ask to take pictures with my parents and yeah. stop and ask to take pictures with Revy. And then of course me, you know, and John and stuff. And that was just one little, it's like in a small world. Um, and I feel like that was kind of, it's cool. And I'm glad I had that for a moment, but it's also very overwhelming. And mm. I don't have like the kindness level like I'm me who you would expect to see in person and online um and I don't like I don't feel like I'm nice enough to be really I would people would be saying like oh I met Ashley Wilson she's a bitch probably like I don't think people probably said that in that world but if I was if that was my world all the time Mm. like the way this sounds so arrogant but that the way I think of it is like I kind of experienced it was a little bit Kardashian 
level. Like you can't walk anywhere, right? Can't do anything without someone knowing who you are and wanting to talk to you. And everyone was very, very kind. Um, but like you're out to eat and people are just looking at you. Everyone's looking at you and like, you know, so I feel like if I, but if I was a football player, I don't, I would, I could walk across, I'd walk by a football player right now. And unless they're Tom Brady or Aaron Rodgers, I don't really know what any of them look like. So if I was like an anonymous famous or like a director or something maybe where I wasn't like, I just don't think I'd want it to interrupt every time I go to the grocery store, every time I'm out to eat or, you know, yeah, for it to invade your life in that way. And then, well, and it's one thing for me, I feel like it's another for kids. I was totally. very uncomfortable with people coming up and like just wanting to take pictures of Revy. Yeah. Um, Cause it's just kind of creepy to me a little bit, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like now having, and I didn't have Mac at the time, but now having Mac and Revy, like if I'm out to eat, I don't really want my kids growing up famous. Yeah. That scares me because you see Haley Bieber talked about how normal Justin is having been a f- like famous at such a young age, but you hear about how hard that is on all these, you know, these kids that went to like Mickey Mouse Club and they're yeah. like famous at a young age, Drew Barrymore, or whatever, and how hard it is to grow up in that yes. industry with all that yes. pressure and the lights on you and attention. And, and you're, you're not allowed to really be a kid. Yeah. So I think if we were famous, it, there would be some impact on our children. And that scares me more than anything. Totally. What would you constitute as a perfect day for you? Oh my God. That's so hard. I feel like I want to think about in the past, have I had a perfect day? For me, because yeah, go ahead. It's waking up and my, I can feel my answer changing. It's as interesting because mm-hmm. I don't know what I answered last time, but I know that Colleen of today and it would be to wake up and have a delicious breakfast made for me. Right. Mm-hmm. Without having to do dishes or like, like mm-hmm. for the whole family, delicious breakfast mm-hmm. made for the whole family that we can enjoy mm-hmm. together. Not having to get up and go out to a restaurant, like it, being at the house in our pajamas, beautiful, beautiful breakfast. Yeah. And then it would be getting picked up. Oh. And being taken on some sort of outdoor adventure, maybe like a oh. um, a guided like family hike or like some sort of beach trip or something outside where we can all have fun and be outside together um, where we can be active too. Cause that to me yes. is like part of a good day to me is having moved. That's so good for my brain, but also I love family time outside um, coming back to like a hosted someone else makes it dinner, barbecue with friends and family over Mm-hmm. And then like a small group, kids go down, a small group stays for like drinks and games and fun. Mm-hmm. That yeah. to me would be perfection. Yeah, I was thinking I don't like to have too much scheduled stuff. I so I would want to wake in, uh, wake up, but I don't know. I, I also just started waking up recently early and I really like that. So part of me was thinking I want a leisurely first half of the day. Like I don't really want plans until t- 
two. So I can oh, get wow. up at whatever time. Like maybe I wake up early, maybe I don't. Um, and I do some reading and I do some journaling and I do some movement for my body. And then I would like to have, I think I'd like to go like wine tasting. I will say, I think that the, some of the most perfect days I've ever had were in France when I did my trip to France and it mm. was like planned for us, but they would, they yeah. didn't have like the whole day planned. Um, but I don't know if I necessarily need to be in France cause I also am a homebody. So I really like the comfort of home. Yeah. You know, but I, yeah. I like the idea of like, okay, we've starting at four, we've got this wine tasting and we're doing this or whatever with people that I love that I would have fun. It wouldn't be the same people that I went to France with, but I, I was just thinking about why was that day so perfect? And it was like a new experience that I didn't have to plan. That was five star, amazing food. You get a nice buzz, um, you know, like a happy buzz and then move on after wine tasting to a, a yummy dinner, probably some sort of pasta place, like legit Italian pasta that yes. I can eat that's gluten-free. And then, yeah, I think probably either going back to one of our houses and doing games or just staying out at somewhere and like drinking or going back to a hotel or something yeah. like that. I don't know. And playing card games and stuff. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Something about... Okay, so this is, I like your answer because I wasn't thinking of perfect day, like ultimate, like being somewhere like France. I was thinking like kind of what's your ideal day-ish yeah. kind of every right. day. But vacation nights, being outside with like a nice glass of wine, but then being somewhere with light where you can uh, play games, like with yes. friends. Like yes. if we all had... um a beautiful like vacation Airbnb yes, on like a coast somewhere, anywhere, somewhere beautiful in the world and like playing games into the night in like France. Part of my perfect day could be that Chris's birthday in Tahoe. Yeah. Um, It would be some of the earlier. And I don't know if you had as good of a time. I mean, I know you had a good time, but you were also pregnant and that is different when you're like, I get that it was good and it was for Chris and all of that. I know where your heart is, but still there's a part of like, I kind of wish I could be on the level of everyone else. Yeah. No, I was super fatigued and sober. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So um, every time I reference it, I don't know what you're, if you're like, (laughs) yeah, I mean, that was good, but like, also, yeah, I mean, not. I had a great time, but not like epic. Yeah. Yeah. But like, let's not go back and do exactly the same thing. Let's do it where I can like also <laughs> do whatever. Right. So, but for me, that was like the first night that we were there was so fun and like easy breezy. And we went and walked out to that dock and everyone was slipping and sliding. We had their drink. Yeah. And everyone was just happy. And you debuted the live, laugh, lewd shirts and like, yes. It, it was just an energy and it was such a good group. And then we went out to dinner, you know, and came back yes. and played games. The next day was really good too. I don't know. So yeah, it's, yeah. Something about, for me, I think it's the people too. Like yes. the energy. hundred percent. hundred percent. All right. When did you last sing to yourself? To someone else? There's two questions in one. When did I last sing to myself? I don't sing to myself. Do you sing to yourself? Well, I don't know what that means. Like I sing in the car or I sing like, you know, I don't know. I sing Taylor Swift. Yeah. Yeah. 
Like, but I don't sing to myself to like serenade myself, you <laughs> yeah, know, to soothe yourself. So I don't know what bed. that means. Yeah. Uh, but I also don't time- feel like like we just sang in the car mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I was singing to her either, like to my kids or jo- I was just singing, you know, I did last night uh, or yesterday. Yesterday, I was singing to Revy. Yeah, yeah. Yesterday on the way home from lunch, I was singing to Revy. Oh, in the car. that's nice. And like at a stoplight, I turned around. And I was like touching her leg and singing Aww. to her. Yes. Well, that's nice. Yeah. Um, yeah. The last person I sang to was Ellie right before her nap. Well, that's and true. Yeah. I guess I was making up a song. You know, I was You're rhyming. I was rhyming Eleanor with that I'd love her forevermore and just just singing. Yeah. Um, yeah. Okay. If you were able to live to the age of 90 and retain either the mind or body of a 30-year-old this one's confusing. For the last 60 years of her life, which would you want? Okay, no, no, no. Um, next. Well, I think I I get that. Basically, you do you want your mind, to- mind or your body to deteriorate? And I think I want my mind to deteriorate. I think really? because I look at it. Yes, because I look at it like John's dad has Parkinson's, which is the physical, like his body is failing him. And when you're, and it's the same thing with like ALS or, um, you know, some other diseases where, you do not have control over your body, but your mind is clear and sharp. And it is so, I imagine it would be so freaking mm. maddening and frustrating to be trapped in a body. But if you lose your mind, you're kind of like happy. Like, I feel like people that have dementia and stuff, they don't realize as much. Like, it's not as painful. It's painful for other people, I think. Yeah. Well, it's painful either way. But yeah. I definitely don't want, I would rather lose my mind and just not be aware of it than be stuck with a body that isn't responding to my thoughts or my brain, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That one's a tough one to answer because I feel like they're both awful. Awful. But I would want my mind because it's mostly for the kids. If I had the ability to talk and communicate my mind, if nothing else, I'd want to be able to at least see them grow and understand it. Mm, You know what I mean? Like Uh be, yeah, be taken to events of their life and milestone moments or things like that. Um, Name three things you and your partner have in common or appear to have in common. Now, is that you and me or is that like you and John and me and Chris? Well, I feel like if we're, if this is written that it's supposed to be falling. Do you think we got stuck on the same thing four years ago? (laughs) (laughs) Probably. I think we did. I mean, I'm sure we did. Okay. So let's do what, you and what me. do we think? Let's so do you, you and, me. and me. Yeah. Well, what are three things we have in common? The podcast. Mm, yeah. History. I was say sense of humor. Sen- oh, like characteristics. Okay. I was thinking like, uh. like, le- okay. Um, for sure. Sense of humor. Yeah. I mean, I, I wanted also to say Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Does that count? Like a love, sure. you know, we're Swifties. Yeah. That bonds I would, us. I would say like the things we have in common have also grown. Like it used to be like, oh, we're girls in college. Like, right. you know what I mean? Like same yeah. stage of life. And now it's like, oh, we're both like women who have aspirations of our own and juggling mm-hmm. like motherhood and marriage and like all of these things. I think we both have a zest for life. And adventure mm-hmm. and enthusiasm mm-hmm. to like explore what this world oh, has to offer. We are both very good at celebrating everything big and small. 
Oh, that's true. I'd say. Yes. Non celebrations of things. Yes. I would say we're both spicy in our own ways. Yeah. You know? Different levels of Um, spice. Different or different, um, not levels. Yeah. In our, you said in our own ways. Yes. Um, Okay. For what in your life do you feel most grateful? I mean, do you, don't you feel like anyone who has kids is going to say kid, their kids, like yeah. their family? Yeah. So like, except for kids, should we say, or should we what just go with feel... that? Because I feel like yeah, that's kind of like the catch all if you have kids. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Okay. So besides children, for what in your life do you feel most grateful Oh God, I feel grateful for a lot of things. I feel grateful that I'm alive during that. This is our generation. Um, I think I'm a little scared for what comes after for the next couple generations, like with the planet and things, uh, you know, everyone will figure it out, but that seems a little scary. And then, um, in the past women just were not respected Yeah, very well. I mean, we're still working on that. So I feel like I'm very grateful that I was born when I was born and I'm mm-hmm. alive at this time. Mm-hmm. I think that has given me an immense amount of privilege. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really grateful for never giving up when I hated myself deeply and that I get to li- see the life that was waiting for me on the other side of all of that struggle. That's, that's probably like, I could have, I don't know if like I ever would have given up quote unquote, right. I'm saying that Revy's on my lap, but, um, but I think I could have stayed miserable for Mm. like not done the work to get out of the mindset that I was in Mm -hmm. years ago. So I'm very grateful to have worked to get to the other side of that, like self-loathing. I am grateful for the time I get to spend with the people that I love to have love to have like it really uh I knew that and then actually it was with our call with Erica where it was like mm-hmm. uh it was like whoa yes she nailed it and I mm-hmm. always knew that but then to hear someone else say it like that yeah. my purpose here is love I was like yeah this is like that that's it for me like what fills you up yeah, my family and my friends mm-hmm. and time. Mm-hmm. You know, with them with said and people. experiencing yeah. the world in the way I get mm-hmm. to. You mm-hmm. know, um, yeah. All right, let's do. There's all these different sets, so we're gonna do one more in this set. Okay. Okay. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would it be? Well, okay. So I wanted to initially take away some of my trauma triggers. Those probably made me, but I've, those are like very top of mind. But I actually think if, if I could make up, like, does it have to be a real ability or can it be a superpower? That's spend it. It can be anything you want. So I think I'm going to go to, and I've said this before on the pod, if I had a superpower, I would want to have x-ray vision where I could pull back. Um, you know, it's like, a map of the sky or like so I can look at a map and it'll say yeah. these people in this house 
you want to know them. They're going to become your best friends or right. Like these people over, like I want x-ray vision to know who is supposed to be in my world. Or like sometimes people on social media, right? Like a lot of my really good friends I've met through social media and maybe I'm talking to some of them now, or maybe some of them are in my groups now, but I don't know who they are. And I like, I think like, what if I never got to know Shannon and like Mm -hmm. somehow she slid through the cracks and she wouldn't be in my life. Yeah. I would suck. So I'd like the x-ray vision to be like, Oh, this one, you know, fireworks are going off. Pay attention to this soul because you guys are going to be tight. Thick yeah. as thieves. That's, I think I'd like that quality. I would like to be able to cure people with my fingertips or my hands. Oh, wow. Just to be some sort of like, like amazing uh, healer. Wouldn't oh that be cool? Oh my gosh, that would be very cool. That's way better. That's huge. But like if anyone mine. had anything going on or myself, right? It's just like, oh, oh my God, you'd be like mm-hmm. COVID. We don't have COVID. Zap. Mm-hmm. We're happy. Zap. We're good. Oh yeah. You'd be right. able to, I'd be like, call, we got to push the pot. I'm not feeling good. Oh, I'm miraculously better. Yeah. Yeah. And then yeah. also the big things too. Yeah. Dude, yeah. I'd be like that guy. There's this one guy. I remember Oprah, Oprah did an episode of him. Oh yeah. Uh, I think I know you're talking he... about. He'd like put his hand on the, their head and like yes, they'd be able to blind people can see again and and he'd like shove something up their nose. Oh, it was like his name was like Father John or something like that, and like it was wild. And Oprah went and they, to go see him, and like he. They I want to Google like walk. where is that guy today, and yeah. what what's he up to? Because that was mind-blowing uh-huh so if you don't have a superpower to like heal everyone you can at least shop at thrive market which means you'll find everything from healthy pantry essentials to sustainable meat and seafood to non-toxic cleaning and beauty products and it's all delivered right to your door thrive market is like a superpower in and of itself because this is the place Like it is you can find anything you want there. I stress so much less and it arrives so quickly. It's kind of freaky deaky, spooky, super amazing. Uh, And the prices are spooky good. When you buy from Thrive Market, you can save up to 30 percent off the best organic groceries. If you're looking for things like low sugar or keto, gluten-free, um, you they have all these filters that you can hop on there and it makes it super easy to narrow down exactly what you're looking for or take all the filters off and just browse around, which is what I love to do. I found mm-hmm. the cutest, like I always, they've got awesome snack stuff, right? For Ben, I always yes. go in there and browse the kids stuff. I always get the staples too, like they have amazing marinara sauce and like amazing... Um, uh, pantry staples but then I go on and I like to look at like the makeup and stuff too just for fun to see what they oh, have because I'm getting into yeah. like cleaner things for my face um, and I found this one like uh, it's like lipstick and the cheeks you know you just kind of hit everything at once yeah. and just like dab it all in and I freaking love it with Thrive Market's fast and carbon neutral shipping You'll also save a ton of time otherwise spent in grocery lines and parking lots. Best of all, when you join Thrive Market, you're joining a community of 1 million plus members and sponsoring a family in need. Get convenient, high quality, affordable groceries delivered with Thrive Market. Join Thrive Market today and get a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash sip to get a free $60 gift. That's Thrive Market dot com slash sip 
if a crystal ball could tell you the truth about yourself, your life, the future, or anything else, what would you want to know? Oh, shit. I think I would only want to use it. I mean, it's so hard because what I was about to say is I think I'd only want to use it to know like the immediate future. Like, yeah, it's decisions that I'm struggling with. Right. Or like, it's a quick flash of like, how's this going to look in 10 years? Don't give me any specifics, but like everything's gonna be fine. Right. Rev and Mac are still good. We're still healthy, whatever. But then I also, am like, what if we go and like, I go in the future in 10 years, one of my kids isn't there and what happened to them? And then I'm going to be like waiting over the next 10 years, terrified of what happened to one of them or me, I'm sick in a bed in 10 years. Like, I don't know if I want to see that. And I don't know if I actually, Oh, you know what? I guess you could show me the lottery numbers. There you go. I'll take there that. you go. Yeah. I'd be curious. Yeah. I don't want to know things about myself or my life because to your yeah. point, it's like, I don't want to be just wait and see like, Oh, how right. does this lead to that? Lead to that? Lead to that? Yeah. Or like yeah. totally demotivated. Like what's the, yeah. I don't want to become right. a, well, what's the point, you know, chip on my shoulder type person. Yeah. Lottery numbers would be cool. Like access to things like, like going to something really busy and they're like, some kind of light beacon would shine on parking spots just for me that no one else could see. So I like would know where to go, oh. you know, mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. little hacks. I'd like little futuristic hacks. Oh, that'd be cool. Yeah, that's a cool idea. You know, uh, I'd yeah. like to know if people are going to live on Mars. Like I'd like to know the way future well past like my life, Your lifetime. probably my kids' life. Oh, okay. I, that could be interesting. Yeah. You know, like what that's is going to look like several hundred years from now? Mm-hmm. That would yeah. be interesting to me. Okay. That would be cool. Um, also, I would kind of like, speaking of that, wouldn't mind looking several hundred years ago. Yeah. You know, we can see that kind of in the history books, but it would be cool to like really experience it. Yes. Emerge, emerge but like safely, you know? Totally. Yeah. What do you value most in a friendship? Probably when I think about the people that I love spending the time with, my time with the most, I think it's humor. Yeah. And my gut first said loyalty, but I don't know if someone's loyal until I'm like, like, I don't think, you know, when we first started our friend, I didn't know that you were loyal, but I still liked you right yeah. away. So I feel like humor is the first thing that is going to draw me to someone and like, keep me excited about them. And then loyalty comes later. Yeah. Yeah. Humor for sure. I'm with you there. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I value ease in a friendship too. Mm, mm-hmm. Like where it's just easy to like, yeah. You know, there's not. Um, how do I put it? Where it's like, maybe it's that there's just like a lot of grace, or that it's just that there's acceptance for who you are. Mm. I think especially like. Being a parent now, you know, sometimes you get together with friends and it's like hard to keep up a converse, like not keep up a conversation, but it's like there's a lot going on, you know, the friends where you like can show juggling up and just act with be. kids and stuff. Yeah. Or like, yeah. um, or even if you're just like zonked and you're tired where you can just show up and you can just be and there's an yeah. ease and there's not yeah. expectation. You don't have to try hard. You can just be come as you are. Stay as you are. Like you're there's loved just as you are. Yes. Yes. Um, okay. What is your most treasured memory? That's a weird word to me. 
Yeah, because it's like, is there one thing? Yeah. I have lots of times that I would not trade for anything. Yeah. Again, I feel like, okay, it's like marrying John, my whole wedding weekend. I think almost, well, I know you can say the same thing. Like the, the wedding weekends, when you have all your favorite people there are just unbelievable. And then like you become this union. It's so cool. Uh, obviously my kid's birth. If I could go back to another time to do it differently, I think we've talked about this. Um, I would trade to go back to when Rev was born and just have more peace and Mm. ease Mm -hmm. knowing it's going to be okay and you'll get through it. And like, yeah, I don't know. I would, I would like to have second child brain with my first child, you know? Yes. Yes. Um, I do know. Cause I feel like I missed out on a lot of bonding and peace when I first brought Rev home, which is probably just part of it. Uh, but then I have lots of memories. Like I, I still think about that time when we went to Taylor Swift in Denver as that whole day was one of the best days. Do you remember we went for a walk with all the girls yes. and we went out to eat and that was where Lindy or someone slapped each other with it was like a little garnish <laughs> that and a was drink me. that had a hand yeah and we got I it on slow-mo Lindy. and we laughed our yes. asses off and oh my god that whole day is one of my top 10 days of my life probably yes so much fun um and then I have other you know other memories like trips when I when I was little and um, I would say certain things with my career that were huge milestone achievements. So I don't know if I can say like, oh, I treasure this memory more than anything. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, this is the birth of the children. It's hard to, for anything to top that in my mind. Cause it was like, so such a, uh, wild experience to, you know, mm-hmm. to physically, emotionally, mentally, all those things. Um, what is your most terrible memory? This is an awful question. Terrible memory. What's your most terrible memory? I mean, mine was... I know one of yours, yeah. I think. What? I was going to say the accident you saw in college. Oh, yeah. That was awful. Uh, yeah, I saw a really traumatic uh, accident. Yeah, that was awful. And then the ectopic, I would say the death of our pets deaths of our pets, deaths of people we love. Yeah, they're all terrible memories. They're mm-hmm. all like tied for first. They suck. Yeah. What's yeah. yours? I didn't think about deaths and stuff. I don't feel like I have terrible memories. Well, that's good. Obviously, I have memories I don't, you know, I don't love, but I'm such a like I I'm at this place with my brain where I believe everything happens exactly as it should. So I was supposed to process that grief. I was supposed to do all of that hard stuff. I was supposed to have that heartbreak. I was, you know, like I just, uh, some of it is still painful to think about. Like there's still some things that I'm processing through that is really painful, but I know it's important for me to process. Like I know that that's an important part of my experience. So I don't feel, and even death, like I have a lot of peace and different idea now because of Erica really. And like doing work with consciousness, I have a lot of peace and comfort with death. Um, I also believe like, yes, the hardest thing I've ever done hands down is put uh, our dog down. That's the most deep despair I've ever felt for sure. But also like, okay, but I couldn't, I wouldn't take that back. What, how do I take it back? I wouldn't. 
you know, mm-hmm. like I'd still have, cause I, that, I think your grief is, um, to the level of love, you know? So like, I wouldn't take that back because then what? I wouldn't have brew or I would have had her and not loved her as much. Mm, no, I'll right. still take the grief, you know? Yeah. I don't know. If you knew that in one year you would die suddenly, would you change oh anything about the way you are now living and why? I mean, I would pull the kids from school, right? Oh, like for yeah. sure. Quit yeah, I think I would change like everything. Job. I'd change everything. I'd, I'd pull would, the kids from I don't school, think I... quit my job, sell this house. We pay for the cabin in cash. And then we try and figure out how we see friends and family as much as possible. Yeah, I think we'd travel. I would hire a, and I would probably um, figure out a way to, yeah, spend time with friends and family, whatever. I think I'd want to travel. And then I'd hire like a professional photographer and videographer to follow us around. I wouldn't be on social media anymore. Um, I wouldn't work. I would just be spending time with the people that like, I wouldn't be caring about the legacy outside in the world. It would be like the legacy in my own home and in my own nucleus, like with my friends and family and stuff. Yeah. Just living every day. But I want the photographer and videographer for my kids. Cause if I was going to die a year from now, they wouldn't really have, they probably at some point wouldn't remember me Yeah, not too far of a future, you know? So I'd want those memories for them. Smart. Smart. I'd record a lot of podcasts for them. Oh yeah. Videographer, podcast, all of it. I uh, think instead of podcasts, I would like, I think you and I would go, if, if I had a year, you and I, and maybe with our families, cause I can't imagine if I have a year that I want to take any time away from my kids, you know, like totally. I think I'd want all of my time to be with them. But then also it'd be really fun to like for a year, you and I rent a house in somewhere you know san diego or italy or something with our families and then we just do a bunch of vlogs we just vlog the crap out of it and yeah maybe a couple podcasts go out i like video yeah it takes you right back you know yeah that's a cool now i kind of want to die in a year i like the way that this is sounding (laughs) no 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 no. um when did you last cry in front of another person or by yourself Wait, what? What did I last try? When did you last cry? C-R-Y. In front of another person or by yourself? I almost cried in Dallas. Ooh. Teary-eyed. Mm. Telling a story about one of the things that I'm grieving through right now. Mm. I'm, I'm trying to mouth to Colleen, but I don't know if she's picking it up. Oh, I can't. Um, your video is a little frozen on the thing. Oh. Text it to me. <laughs> okay. Um... But it was just a little teary-eyed, and then I was okay. Uh, yeah. When did I cry, cry? I think the last time I cried... Well, wait. I think I cried at the Kardashians, maybe. Oh, nice. Yeah. The Chloe episode. Chloe and Tristan. I feel like mm. I cried. I'll probably had a book. The last time I cried in my real life, where it was because of me, was when Brooke Castillo was coaching me. And I, that mm. was just a vulnerability thing. It wasn't right. like I was very sad or I was just like, it felt very exposed. And yeah. that's kind of something that happens to me as I cry when I get extra, extra vulnerable. Mm. What about you? The last time I cried from like f- big feelings that just had to come out as water out of my eyes um, was... Weeks ago, postpartum, when we were going to do the cab, when we did the cabin trip, and it was the packing 
leading up to the cabin trip that I just, oh, and then it was at the cabin because Ellie was in a leap and it was like a breastfeeding moment that was just hard to figure out what was going on. And like, it, she was she was gassy or something. And it was like, she was in so much pain that then I just started crying. You know, those things yeah. where you're just like, your hormones can't take it anymore. Yep. And then- Oh man, um, the newborn stage, I feel like I cried almost every day. Yeah. That, over but I haven't there. had any of those moments- and since then like it's been a really smooth situation but then I cry a lot um I'm very sentimental with life so like yes so like um yesterday I was watching Ben play and he just was so happy like that I got teary-eyed because I was just so happy he was happy that happens all of the time um yes all the time. If you were going to become a close friend, uh, it says with your partner. But so this is assuming that we don't know each other. This is like two people, right, who are going to fall in love. So how about we mm-hmm. say if you were going to become a close friend with someone we don't know, please share what would be important for him or her to know, like about us. Mm. I don't know. What? Like what? Uh... If you met someone tomorrow. And they were going to become a close friend with you, but they didn't know you yet. What would be important for them to know? I don't, I can't think of anything. I'm like, you'll just figure it out. We'll just learn about each other and then we'll decide if we like each other or not. I can't, I don't feel like that's again, to me, it's, um, that question is like, for me, evokes not having faith in the universe and that like, you're supposed to be experiencing this person in this way. Um, I don't want to be like, like, you know, of course I can say the standard things like, okay, I'm, you know, highly, highly sensitive, but I also have like a hard exterior and I really value loyalty and I like have a very direct, like I can say all the things about me, but it's like, well, you could just learn that. How does that, you know, it's like, you got to kind of experience, I got to experience, you can tell me who you are, but I got to experience you to see if I actually really jive with you or not. And so if I could could tell you who I am. But that's, you still don't really know yeah, if you're going to like me or not based on w- paper. I would probably tell them that I'm not really, I'm not going to call you, but that doesn't mean I don't want to be close or whatever. Okay. Like yeah. just as like a procedural thing, like, hey, keep your expectations low of how much I call you on the phone. That's a good one. Yeah. You know, just so that it's becoming I don't some- show my love through phone calls. Yeah. That's not how yeah. you're going to. Yeah. Um. That's a good one. Okay. Okay. What, if anything, is too serious to be joked about? Um, child abuse. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of topics, I think, because there's this thing where it's like, um, nothing is off limits because it's all, if it's a joke, right? Mm-hmm. So I think the mm-hmm. nature of the question is, is, do we agree with that sentiment? But I don't know how this question makes the mix of us falling in love. Unless it's just actually I do see how it makes the mix because it's like exposing what people think is like um, if there's something that should be like what is important to them, you know? Yeah, I can laugh at most things like I would have said racism and maybe I should still say that. Um, But I remember going to Lisa Lampanelli years and years and years ago and she makes like 
you know, a lot of um, stereotypical jokes, but everybody is laughing, all colors, everyone, you know, like, so I don't, I don't, and I don't feel like she's like doing it to like a gross degree where it's, it's completely inappropriate. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there's been other thing. Like I just saw there was a thing that came up on my TikTok the other day about politics and it was making fun of Democrats, basically like woke Democrats. And I was like, because normally because of the echo chamber, I don't get a lot of Republican facing things on my feed, but I felt like that was a Republican making fun of Democrats. And I laughed at it. I thought it was funny. I think there is for me when it comes to abuse, really of any kind, like domestic abuse for sure, child abuse or human trafficking. If anyone ever, or like someone, you know, disability, there are things where it's like, that for me, it's like, oh, if you are going to joke about those or if someone, if I was meeting someone and they were like, oh my gosh, have you seen this stand up? He jokes all about like ha- human trafficking or like this person that's disabled. I think I would judge that person to be like, yeah. oh, yeah. Okay. Well, you definitely are not someone I'm interested in then. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there's to me like a half uh, a handful of topics, all the ones you mentioned, uh, racism included, that is like, it's just not, I'm like, this is not. Uh, funny at all you know yeah um there was a stand-up that we watched recently and i've never turned a stand-up off but it was a stand-up and it's fine like other people like it, uh, like there was a crowd full of people laughing but to me it was like well i'm not enjoying this so i get to turn this off yeah like yeah in a free world or whatever it's like they can make that joke and i can turn them off so i did yes um but it was about, it about? Yeah. Uh, people who are disabled and like just openly, mm. blatantly, like just joking about the R word and stuff. And that to me oh, yeah. has just zero place in my heart. Uh, and for those of yes. you who are new here, um, I have very personal reasons why. So uh, okie doke. Your house containing everything you own catches fire after saving your loved ones and pets. You have time to safely make a final dash to save any one item. What would it be and why? I don't own anything sentimental like that. Mm. I would grab my trust book, I think. <laughs> your <laughs> that trust has, like, book. all of our information. Oh, like yeah, documents do you, have, so you don't have to do paperwork? <laughs> well, it's like that. everything. So it has like all of our login, all of our, <laughs> here's our accounts. Here's how, like it has every, our whole life in there, I feel like. Ooh, yeah. Um, and I asked them what, and I asked that question because they were like, this is a very important document below. They made it very, and I was like, okay, so if our house burned down, is this something I would want to make sure to grab? And they were like, well, I mean, we can make other copies, but if you had time, yes, this would be an important thing. Uh, I don't have anything else that's sentimental. I don't care about any, like, oh, my grandma's quilt. I don't care. It's all, I don't give a, I'm not a sentimental person. Like thing. I don't really, I'm not sentimental about like heirlooms or I don't save like my baby's clothes. Yeah. So for me, I think it would be something that's like functional. It's going to make my life easier. And it would be the trust. I think there are some or nothing. I would just watch it burn. There were some things we got um, that were Chris's dad's um, that were like his. uh, What do they call him? He was uh, in the Air Force. And so they were like his blues and like flags and a few things medals um that are i know are really important to chris Mm -hmm. because i'm the same way as you there's nothing there's no things outside of like uh, there's just i would probably grab some documents so that we would like save the hassle 
not have to do like paperwork and stuff or file back yeah. with social security because you all know how that went for me in my name yeah and if you're new here you got a lot of listening to do to hear that story um but yeah i would grab those because i know they mean a lot to him you know yeah yeah okay if you were to die tonight with no oh, opportunity whoa. to communicate with anyone what would you most regret not having told someone and why haven't you told them yet is there something left unsaid? I mean, in my world, mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever not said anything that I've ever wanted to say. <laughs> I like, I don't know if I've ever <laughs> not said something. <laughs> like, that doesn't, that's not me. Yeah. Is there one thing you'd want to drive home then? Something you've already said? Would you have, if would I was you gonna be able die to today? leave this earth? Yeah. If I was going to die today, I don't, no. Mm. I'd probably ball my face off. Like if I was dying tonight, I would be, I don't even know if I could enjoy my children. Yeah. Which is who I'd want to spend my time with. I would be so sad about leaving them this early. Yeah. I yeah. feel like that's a terrible question. Yeah. These are really vulnerable. Unless I'm These 99 like- and I'm already on my deathbed, then appropriate. Like yeah. what else do you, what other door do you need to close? But I'm not, I have no, pl- if you're telling me right now that I'm going to die at 37 and I'm yeah. abandoning my two kids. No, there's nothing I need to say. It's yeah. going to change the fact that this is absolutely unbelievable and unfair. And I don't want to do this. I'm not ready to die. You know what I okay. mean? Last question. Okay. Well, wait, Come- what about you? Uh, same. Same. It's like a traumatic uh, question to even think about answering. So yeah. Um, like today? Get out of here. I know. No. I know. It took a turn. The last, I got to say, so there's 36 questions we're answering i don't know two-thirds of them or so um but it goes we're doing pretty good the sets get more and more intense and like the last couple on this are like that oh, yikes. like oh, we're yes. not going to answer this one but like of all the people in your family whose death would you find most disturbing and why like these questions man like, whoa they, <laughs> they get really, wow they close out really really intense yeah I remember after we did this episode, people wrote in like that they did this with their spouse or with people that they didn't know well, but wanted to get to know better. And it like totally worked. Like they felt close because it is very vulnerable. Okay. Last Mm -hmm. question. Complete this sentence. I wish I had someone with whom I could share dot, dot, dot. No, I don't like that question. What? Okay. Because I feel like I don't have any... I am so open that there's no part of me that I'm still hiding from the people that I love, right? There's nothing that's like, I wish I could share what the love of this with something. I like, I don't feel like I have a need like that in my life. I have a need. I have musicals. Chris doesn't like them. Ben's Ben and Ellie are too young for them. I've been like, I want to watch like La La Land and Moulin Rouge. And like, I wish I had someone with whom I could share a great musical every now and again. That is the wow. What? It's like just a right. small yeah. answer, and I just didn't yeah. overthink it. This is like top of yeah. mind because I saw a Moulin yeah. Rouge Peloton ride, and I thought, there we go. Maybe that's my. Because well, I'm thinking, like, you can still watch those, but yeah, you I want, want to, to like... sing with someone. Um, says the person who didn't ever finish Hamilton. No, I saw it live. I went. Oh, that's right. Live. You went. Did you ever report back? Yeah, I liked it. I didn't love it. 
I feel terrible okay. saying that. I think it got too big before I saw it mm, or something. Too built up. Yeah, I was just expecting my whole world to change. And then yes, it just like, didn't. It just was a yeah. good musical to me and I didn't love it. And I thought, yeah, I actually questioned, and I still kind of do, like, why are people so obsessed with this? I don't actually quite get it, but I thought it was good. I thought it was very Don't good. you think that... I feel like people are obsessed with it because nothing's ever been done like that before. Like that sort of rappy type... And maybe Hip-hop. it's because I had inadvertently been exposed to it before seeing the whole thing. So yeah. it didn't feel that new because it had been around for so long. I saw it so late. Okay. Yes. Right. I don't know. But the whole, the storyline, that was fine. I mean, it's history, you know, like whatever. But I, like the way they did it, I thought it was fine. The rapping was fine, but I couldn't actually understand all the words during it. So it was like, yeah. it went really fast. And I was like trying to parse out. I didn't. I didn't love love it. I liked it. Yeah. You know? Fair. Yeah. Uh-huh. Um, okay. You're not going to answer that question. So I have to find one more question mm. for you. Give me another one. Okay. Do you have a secret hunch about how you will die? About how I will die? Yeah. I just think it's going to be old age. You think? Uh huh. I heard the other day that one in two men get cancer in their lifetime and one in three women get cancer in their lifetime. Do you think that's true? Because that's Uh, way higher than I thought. I mean, some kind of cancer at some point. You live long enough, it's going to be cancer. Yeah. You know? But I feel like I'm going to be, like, it's going to be an old age. Just like, oh, yeah. Like the queen. Old. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What about you? Well, no. I I, know you already. I I already am one up on you, so now we're Okay, so that's my last one. Yes. High performance beauty and skincare. You know, we've been getting into this lately, like caring about not just what goes in our body, but also on our skin. So when Thrive Cosmetic Cosmetics wanted to partner with us, we were like, yeah, we're in. They don't use parabens, sulfates, phthalates. It's certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free and causes in the name for a reason. Every purchase supports organizations that help communities thrive. So it's good for you and it's good for, you know, the world. Actually, I just got my latest shipment. They sent me two of their brilliant eye brighteners mm. that I love. They're like these little eye crayons. They, they're not super fine tip, but you can get pretty detailed with them. I'm obsessed with those. Their mascara, I actually have on currently. Same. The Liquid Lash Extensions Mascara. Yep. It's the first vegan tubing mascara. It's their best-selling product. It's got more than 20,000 five-star reviews and it mimics the look of lash extensions without damaging glue or, you know, having to go sit in a chair or pay those salon prices. Um, and then they've also, I just got, did you try the lip tint yet? I No, that's on the way okay. to me. Yes. Okay. They just sent their sheer strength hydrating lip tint. It feels so good and it adds just a hint of color. But Those it feels are my so favorite good. kind of things of all time. Oh I can't God. wait to try this. It's like butter. And it says here that it lasts up to six hours, which is pretty wow factor, you know? Yes. And so not only are the products amazing, but I mentioned the Bigger Than Beauty promise, which is um, Bigger Than Beauty is for every product purchase, Thrive Cosmetics donates to help communities thrive. And they have over 300 giving partners across the country supporting numerous causes. So there's certainly something that you would feel called to that they're supporting that your purchase also. 
Now is a great time to try Thrive Cosmetics for yourself. You can get 15% off your first order when you visit thrivecosmetics.com slash sip. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S dot com slash sip for 15% off your first order. Dude, those questions are so good. Like, doesn't it feel when you bear your soul to someone, there's like a little bit of a hangover after, like not a bad one, but you're just like, what's the feeling? It's like, uh, oh, that was that was a a little workout of the heart, you know, feels good, like the post exercise of the soul or something, you know? Yeah, I feel like I could I don't have that feeling now. But I could see if I were dating someone and was highly interested in them mm. that I would have that feeling. Yeah. Yeah. Because it would be like, I'm excited to get to know you more. Do you think that if um, you were dating someone and they're like, hey, come over and I'll make you dinner. And then they like had you answer those questions. Would you be like, whoa, this person is a keeper? Or would you be like a little spooked? Those are not first date questions. Those are like, I would say fourth date. Yeah. Fourth to eighth date questions, I feel like. Yes, I agree. You know, like make sure that there's some compatibility here. And then, oh, let's learn some things about each other this time. But if someone was like, come over, I'll make you dinner. And then they were like, Hey, I've got this fun exercise. I'd be like, I'm not interested in learning about the deepest parts of you. I'm just interested in learning. Do I even think you're funny? Like, (laughs) you know, what shows do you watch? What foods do you like? Yeah. I don't know if I need to know the depths of your soul and you don't need to know mine. So I think I'd be like, uh, you're too, like, if this is your first date, you're going to be very heavy and intense. And I'm not up for that. Yeah. That's not good time, Charlie. Good time, Charlie's not doing that. No. You know? Yeah. It's also a lot to be like, hey, I'm going to rip through 36 questions so that we can fall in love. And it's like, well, what if I'm not ready for that yet? Like, what if I don't know if that's my destiny with you? You know? So I wonder if it would be a cool, like, I never did speed dating. Yeah. But maybe it would be a cool thing where you're like, okay, we're going to go and, or, or like a game, um, a TV show, like the movie, the TV show should be bait, you know, like you're going, everyone's going with the intention of finding your soulmate. And these questions are going to get you there. Yeah. So you got to get in deep, get in quick, you know, like I can see that those questions being a part of like the bachelorette experience first date, but not in my real world first dating. I have a question for the squad. Uh, and this maybe is corny. But it's kind of like fall, falling in love and fall in love and like as a hangover for this episode. Did you have a moment with someone like your spouse or whatever where you knew there was something you did or something that was said where you're like you knew that that was the moment you loved that person? You know? Well, with John, I remember. Um, so we went out. It was the baseball game. And it was Thirsty Thursday. It was July 4th. And we were in Eugene in Emerald's game. Yeah. So um, we went to, I went with Lindsay, you know, our friend Lindsay, and then Stefan and David. And uh, those are the guys that I lived with senior year. And we went to the Eugene Emerald's baseball game and then saw John there. 
And Lindsay, frickin', I've never been more turned on by a girl in my life. And I don't know if that's the appropriate term. I wanted to be her. So there's a pop fly, foul ball. And Lindsay, she's, we're walking up the stadium steps and she's, someone says heads are up. She turns around. She leans over the railing, leans over. And she's got like a beer in one hand, leans over, barehanded catches no. the foul ball. And the whole stadium's like, what? Yeah. So anyway, I don't, the fact that John was interested in me after that and not Lindsay, unbelievable. But after that, then we that went to, so um, Lindsay. that's such a Lindsay story. Oh, my gosh, I should tell her. She's about a that, cat, man. She'll always land on her feet. That girl is unbelievable. I mean, sporty. beer in one hand, She's leaning over the railing, uh, like yes. backhand. It was unbelievable. Wow. Unbelievable. Wow. Um, and of course, Lindsay, you know, she just holds it up and laughs like, oh, yeah, oh, ha, ha, ha. like this was nothing. No big deal, guys. Um, OK, so then we went to Sixth Street, which was Thirsty Thursday. And then after that, we went to I think it was called the Rock and Rodeo and dance. And he was making me laugh. And I thought he was cute. And I was interested in him. But then the next day I drove from Eugene to Portland. And so we were only texting and he was making me laugh out loud over text. I don't remember what the texts were. I wish I said screenshot of the conversation way back then. But I do remember talking to my mom and saying, I don't know, this guy, Aww. there's something special about him because he was making me laugh over text messages. And that is rare. Like it's yeah. hard to do. I feel yeah. like L O L legitimately. Yeah. So I feel like that was the time I thought, Oh shit. This I guy. love this guy. Yeah. Uh-huh. I want to hear stories. Um, well, oh, that I mean, wasn't a question to me. That was just to the that, squad. Yeah, it was to the squad, but I love that you took, I love that there was like, you're like, I got it. You, I got you call. <laughs> yeah. My fear. yeah. No, but I want to hear stories from the squad on if there were those moments. This is a perfect example of what Ashley just said of like, because sometimes, you know, I think this is interesting is like, what if someone someday said we did this crazy thing that we heard on a podcast and we answered 36 questions and then we knew we were in love. You know? Yeah. That would be Ooh. cool. Yeah, you that's know? interesting. Uh-huh. uh-huh. Um, but yeah, no, there's definitely moments with Chris, I remember, but like the most, the th- the night I met him, I went home that night, was making macaroni and cheese with a buzz. I've told this story a lot, I feel like, but I told our roommate at the time, Casey, because we were all living together. I was like, I just, I met someone tonight and I think he's going to be really special in my life. I don't know how, but I have this feeling. I know he will be. And that's kind of cool. But all right, let's bring it home. Do you have a rant this week? My rant is um, center seam. Have I done this before? Center seams on leggings? No. Yeah. They're terrible. Center seams on leggings and bike shorts? Yes. Like, it's not... I'm also, as a feminist, I'm like, okay, well, we shouldn't have to be ashamed of the camel toe because guys are very proud to show off their packages. Like, it's like a thing. But yet, if a girl shows off her camel toe, then she it's a thing to make fun of her for. But I also just don't... So I know that there's a part of me that's like, free the camel toe but then there's the other part of me that's like i don't want to see a camel toe i just want it to be smooth sailing down there and when you've got the center seam and you pull up the leg i mean i probably have one right freaking now and these well you can't see because they're black yeah but the center seam it'll get you to see what what i'm what kind of heat i'm packing down there you know and i just think (laughs) there are such things as leggings and biker shorts that do not have center seams why is that not across the board dude i really it should be everyone think that there is like I think the athleisure, the sporty market, all these things for women is like there's a lot of money still to be had for a company to one company to do it all really, really well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
I'm talking center seams. I'm talking make it enough. Affordable. I'm so over, and I've talked about this before. This goes way back, but the freaking pads and sports bras. Yeah. Like, I know, like, I like Handful does it the best because they have the big things, but like, Openings, I'm over yeah. it in general. Why do we have to have pads mm. in there to make a sports yeah. bra work? I don't get it. Right. Come yeah. on. Why don't you build just a thicker lining? Yes. You know? Yeah, if it's that, so... If the point is to hide the nipples or something, make them smooth, why don't we just... Weird. Make them permanent. Yeah, I agree. And annoying. Agree. And center seams and, like, things that, like, aren't high or too low. Like, I just... It's weird. Right. I think there's a big space for really good athletic gear for women. Yeah. You know? And affordable But also, because I'm wondering, there's so many luxury brands. Like, maybe it exists and I'm not willing to fork out the price for it. Yeah. So it's got to be, like, affordable, too. Agree. You know? Agree. Like, yeah. Um, My rant is just, and this is just fresh, of how hard it is when the whole household gets sick. And having, mm-hmm. as a parent, you get no sick days. Like, mm-hmm. to be down and out and not be able to rest. And, like, you wouldn't have it any other way, right? Because it's like when your kiddos are sick, that's the ultimate. It's like you're... The worst. Nothing else is right in your world until you can help them feel better right Mm -hmm. but then Mm -hmm. it's also just physically rough when you can't just rest you know and man it gets me every time where I'm like this is just wild being sick and fully active you know yeah wild Mm -hmm. um it's absolutely the worst and the hardest and I will parlay into my rave and then you can bring it home because it's related. But then my rave is health. When you feel, when your body feels good again, when you mm. feel like when we turned a corner with Ellie with sleep, where we're like woke up, we're like, oh my gosh, we feel rested again. Like mm-hmm. whether it's anything physical, um, even just like being however pregnant and then your body gets like healed and healed and healed post baby like in the postpartum you're like oh I can do a sit up again right just like physical health oh my gosh to have that and there's just little reminders and nothing that has happened to me is like you know I'm not talking like a major thing like I can't imagine not having right like um but I was telling Chris we were on a walk and I was like you know Kids are so motivating because you just want to be as healthy as possible so that you have energy for them, mm-hmm. you know, and like mm-hmm. just to be feeling, you know, we're well now the house has made it through like just fine. But I just was thinking like, man, uh, health is the best and having it. <laughs> so, yeah. 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 You forget like how good it is. And then you get sick and it takes you out and you're like, I can't, my brain doesn't function. I'm not sleeping well. Mm-hmm. I'm not, you know, I'm ache. I was just like, yeah, the energy, all the things. And so you're like, oh, I just want to feel good again. Yeah. Yes. What is your rave? My rave is just going to be closing on the house. Yes. So we closed on, it's crazy because, so we closed end of September, whatever day that was last Wednesday. And, um, I was sick. I was deadly deadly sick I felt like and uh but then I had a little dopamine hit when John came in he's like oh it's recorded we own the house so we went over there but um we were talking we we're trying to pick a move-in date because we're gonna do some work on the house and so we want that to be done before we move in so we're not moving into a construction zone and we pick we're like looking and we decided to pick 
like the, to try to give him as much time as possible the last week of October. So looking at the calendar and I was like five years ago, well, 10 years ago, October 27th, John and I got married in Santa Monica. Five years ago, October 27th, we closed on our first house in Arizona. We moved to Arizona. And that was crazy. And now we're going to move on October 24th. So that week, now five years later, on our 10-year anniversary, we just bought this home that I don't think I would have ever, 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 even three years ago, this home would not have been in my like realm of possibility. Mm. So it's just wild. And the way that the timing is working, because we didn't plan it like that. We're like, look like, okay, when can we give them the most time? Oh, it's that week. Whoa. This is a significant week for us. Like over the course of our relationship this week is, yeah. So, um, that's base. And we were going to try to go on a trip this year, but we don't have child coverage. So that's going to be, I guess our 10 year anniversary yeah. gift is that house. So it is a new cool. adventure. It's a new adventure. Quite mm-hmm. an adventure. That is awesome. All right, you guys, we love you. Don't forget to email us at you can sip with us at gmail.com with spooky things and you can sip with us always. And we will see, see you, you next Tuesday. Next Tuesday. Bye. Bye. What more you can sip with us? How about another round of your favorite podcast? We Sign same, me up. same, same, same. Join us for another round over on Patreon. That's where we give you the down and dirty. We get raw and real. We raw dog it over there. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Every Friday, at least, we drop Friday episodes over on Patreon and additional content. It's all ad free. You can sign up. Go to Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N dot com slash you can sip with us or download the Patreon app and search. You can sip with us. Become a patron. Five bucks, guys. It's five bucks a month. I mean, just give up your latte one day. One day Mm -hmm. out of 30 days, boom, paid for. Yeah. Yeah. Totes, kibbutz. Do it. We'll see you over there. KCO. Every Friday, guys. Love you. Bye. You're our crew. Bye.